This is Hayden Sarges, and this is State of the Republic Podcast. Welcome, soccer fans, to the State of the Republic Podcast. I'm your host, Luis, and today I'm joined by Jared and Sharon. First, as always, let's go to you, Sharon. How's it going? Oh, everything is great. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, great week. I'm looking forward to tonight's podcast and our wonderful guest. And it's been a while since the three of us have seen each other. So, hey, guys, hello. And a big hello to everybody else out there listening in. Jared, how are you doing? Uh, doing excellent. Just enjoying the uh, golf weather out here in uh, Arizona. We've got the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open on the other side of the LA, but I'm just looking forward to March, you know, March 12th, and then, of course, March 27th. But, uh, of course, we can't forget our special interview tonight, so l- let's get this started. Awesome. Well, g- glad to hear that. Uh, well, before we get started with it, uh, let's go to our Golasos of Gratitude. And so, who would like to get us started today? I know... But I don't want to pick someone right now, but whoever feels like they want to get started, uh, we'll go with you. (laughs) Okay, I'll jump in, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, this one is not so much soccer related. Yeah, glosses of gratitude for Palm Desert for being a great place for, you know, where the team is located right now, preseason training or training camp. But (laughs) giving glosses of gratitude to my friends that bicycle with me because we've been hammering out the miles I'm well over 50 some odd miles already this week, maybe pushing 60. Um, I probably am. I'm at somewhere near 60 miles already just in two rides this week so far. Maybe a third ride. Who knows? I could be all the way up to way more. But big shout out to my friends for keeping me honest and and keeping me on the bike. Uh, Just very very happy to ride with a bunch of really awesome people that keep us keep us honest jared how about you well i will say i've got some uh, glasses of gratitude um and this is not a plug or anything like that but i want to give a give a shout out to hotwire uh for you know keeping some good uh, prices for next month for traveling out there uh, the first place I was looking at, uh, the prices were getting a little bit higher and higher, but for cheaper, I found a place not too terribly far from Heart Health Park, uh, big, uh, good sized room, uh, surrounded by groceries. So at least this way, I know I'm not going to be crammed into a little spot like I was originally thinking. So thank you very much, Hotwire, for giving me the hookup on a decent hotel, a decent area, everything like that. And also, as far as kind of work-related, um, of gratitude to uh, one of my coworkers that originally was going to be taking tomorrow off, but then uh, something something happened and canceled. So he's actually going to be covering early in the morning, so I wouldn't have to. So I could sleep in a little bit compared to what the original plan was and going into work normal time. So thank you, thank you. Uh, that's what I've got right now so far. Ooh, I just thought of something, Luis, before you go on your Galazzo of gratitude. <laughs> Um, big time Glazo shout out to my sister and her husband, because I think, uh, there's some Hilton points being expended or Marriott points. I don't know for the June game in Monterey, where I may not have to spring for a hotel. Maybe I'll pay half. Maybe I'll pay meals. 
but I have fun. If, I know this is like so easy. So, and we're going to be like right next to the field. Literally Ooh. there's a hotel right close by excited. So big shout out to the sis, her husband, that family. That's great. Nice. I know. Oh, it's like, oh. it feels like June is tomorrow. You know, when you line everything up and it's like, no, it's still a few months away. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Luis, what about you? Uh, well, you, you'll have to tell me what that hotel is, because if it's so close to the stadium, I might actually have to start booking my room right now. So I get a good deal. <laughs> so, yeah, exciting stuff. And we're really looking forward to that game, as we keep saying. And we've been saying since Monterey was announced, because it's it's such a great place to visit. We know weather's going to be great already, guaranteed. <laughs> and it'll give us a break from that 100 degree weather, which will likely be around around that time here. So, <laughs> Well, um, I have one glass of gratitude. So uh, as everyone may have seen on our social media, last Saturday, I got to attend my very first Academica game. And it was long overdue last season. One thing or another came about and I couldn't make it, but I had a blast uh, going there. So shout out to their GM, Michael Rocha, which we also had a scarf trade that we did, which was really cool. Um, and and everyone else at the Academica, the team played pretty good. Um, I, I know they lost 4-0, but, you know, we have to consider it's against Oakland Roots, which had a pretty good uh, last season, making it to the semifinals. So uh, with that being said, you know, I, I thought they gave them pretty good game in the first half. Um, they, in fact, had a pretty good shot that hit the crossbar. Could have been 1-0, but, you know, that, that didn't happen. But still, everything was good, and it was a really good, enjoyable experience, and if you want to fully experience the Central Valley, that's a game you got to go to. And they have games all throughout um, the season starting uh, next month. So check them out uh, on their website if, if you want another schedule. All right. Well, um, just a quick reminder to everyone, if uh, you're not following us on social media, give us a follow. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at State Republic 12 is how you can find us there. Uh, we also have a Facebook group. Um, some of you may have not known about it, but it's called Sacramento Soccer Fans. So search for that and you can uh, give us a request to join and uh, we'll accept you there. So you can talk all things soccer. If you want to talk about anything happening um, locally as well, you can also share that with everyone. Um, we, we get a good mix of posts there. So uh, feel free to check that out. Quick overview uh, of team news uh, this week. Uh, as we all know, the preseason started. Um, the team has been in Palm Springs, and it seems like everyone's been having a pretty good time. I know Roro is pumped up. We all haven't seen him on social media. I mean, he's posted some really good uh, tweets, uh, and you could really tell that, that the guy is ready for the season to start. And uh, you could already tell some of the camaraderie going on uh, between the players through what they post in their stories. So it's oh my good God. to see that. <laughs> Did you see the pool shot from Mark Briggs where they're playing? Um, they're in the pool and they're divided up into teams and they're heading the ball mm. in specific ways. And there's winners and losers. And I mean, that looks like fun because it's hard to move very fast in water, but they're, they're having to do that. So that's how you build teamwork when you're, you're all in the pool. It's warm down there. Trust me. It's pretty warm down there. Um, it's, it seems like a, a multi-benefit multi item there. Team building, low-impact aerobics, and cooling off in the desert. So it, <laughs> it's a triple win right there. Oh, dear me. Hey, you guys, 
the equipment manager, Ali Caparelli, he's, it's his birthday today. So uh, even though this podcast will come out after his birthday, let's all wish him, all three of us separately, whatever, together. Happy birthday, Cappy. You make it happen. Yeah. Shout out to Cappy. Happy birthday. And this podcast actually might get posted on his birthday. Wow. So today, when this gets posted, I'm going to make it happen. It's going to get posted tonight. Yeah. And so... Yeah, well, for the people listening, it's probably going to be yesterday, but it gets posted on, on his birthday. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, happy cake day. <laughs> there you go. Happy cake day, Cappy. I hope you got a bunch of cake. People are saying he looks like Nate the Great from Ted Lasso. <laughs> I feel so sorry for Cappy because he is so, well, I don't know. You just never know. <laughs> no, it, it, he could be. I mean. He has a yeah. lot of soccer knowledge, so you know. Yeah. If, yeah, if he if he wants that opportunity, then hey, <laughs> I'm I'm on the bench, uh, being an assistant coach. Yeah, we'll take that. Um, I, he's got a big personality, and he loves to have fun. I mean, I would have loved to have worked with somebody like him. I'll tell you what, <laughs> he's a prankster. Well, uh, let's go ahead and and get to uh, our favorite part of this podcast tonight, which is our interview with our special guest, uh, Hayden Sarges. We've been really looking forward uh, to this interview for a while, and especially myself, uh, knowing that he's one that represents my area code, the 209, the Central Valley in Sherlock. Uh, I'm really excited to hear all all that he'll be talking to us uh, tonight. So, Sharon, uh, would you do us the honors of introducing our special guest tonight? Yes, I will. Our special guest tonight is Hayden Sarges, none other than. Uh, He spent a couple years playing with the first team here at Sac Republic and uh, just got recruited for MLS squad DC United and is in training camp with them in none other than Southern California right now. Um, We're happy that he is on California time and can join us tonight. So welcome to the show, Hayden Sarges. How are you doing? You know, give us a, a few words of how you're feeling, all that other stuff. I'm doing well right now. I'm out here in Palm Springs, California, actually, during uh, doing preseason with DC United. We've been here for a little under a week now, and we're here for, I think, eight more days. So it's a, I'll be here for a long time, which is kind of, a, it's exciting to be back on the West Coast. I'll see my family. They're going to be coming uh, coming down here soon, and then. As soon as we get back to uh, DC, we'll we'll be playing first first game of the season. That that's awesome. I mean, you know, the Republic is like right there, right next door to you, probably <laughs> not yeah. too far. So, uh, real cool to to have you there. Well, um, let's go ahead and get started. Um, the first thing I, I wanted to ask, uh, and this is something I really enjoy asking, especially uh, younger players who have just experienced this, but um, it's the moment that. Any player looks forward to right your um, debut, or you know at least you know making it to the bench of, of her squad. So walk us through like what what you were feeling back in 2019 when you know you made it out to the bench, and and then furthermore uh, in 2020 when you made your uh, debut versus Tulsa. For yeah, 2019, I think I made the bench twice as an academy contract player, so that was super exciting. Kind of, I got a little taste of what it's like to to be a first team player. And then 2020 came around and preseason I did well. So Mark gave me the chance to to play in the first game of the season. And I think I, I kind of killed it and kind of set the set the path for the whole season. So 
you know, 2020 was the most bizarre year. We started and then we stopped and started and stopped and all of that because of the pandemic. You know, when you you showed up at and Tulsa, we were all there. We were just like beside ourselves with joy watching you play. Um, but what your that whole debut season was weird. So how was it playing for you? I mean, we've heard some of the other players talk about what it was like during the pandemic. We've never had a chance to find out how you coped with it, how you dealt with it, how you rolled with it. Share with us some of of what you remember, what you recall of that most bizarre playing year. Yeah, so it was it was obviously different and crazy, but a little bit the same for Mario and I because you know, when you're you're an academy player, you don't get that many fans out in the in the stands. It's, it's typical to just have your parents and a couple family members. So I think that aspect of it, as far as the fans, it was it wasn't much different. But it was obviously something we looked forward to as as signing our first professional contracts, having having the fans on our side, you know, screaming our name, yelling. That kind of support system was something that we never we've never had. So. Definitely something we missed, but as the season went on, we got used to it, and I think we just enjoyed enjoyed being professional soccer players for the first season. So, real quick question before we get to the next one: When the Levy Patrol showed up, was did that like feel a little bit different? Like that whole twenty twenty season without fans, how did that feel when Levy Patrol showed up? Yeah, I mean it was, it was crazy because you just, you can see how supportive and dedicated the fans are. So it kind of, I think it brings the players notice and it brings uh, an extra bit of motivation for us because just like we're dedicated and we work hard to go and put results out on the field, the levy patrol was dedicated and came out during these super, I don't, I don't even know what to say, just terrible times. And they were, they were out there supporting us. And Sharon was one of them too, I believe, right? Yeah, I think so you went to one game. You. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that was the the sister and I, and we did the thing you're never supposed to do as a fan. We brought whistles, or I did. <laughs> it was it was great. The levy patrol, the the regulars, kind of moved away from us. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine. It was it was great to have you guys there. Yeah, it was good. It was good to see everybody down there. It was it was really good. And then, you know, we started doing those send offs, um, you know, when you guys. Yeah, I and have the, a video actually of, <sighs> of you guys doing that. This, thank you. That's awesome mem- memory. That's good. And then the, the that one last welcome home after the playoff uh, ended, you know, handball rising. Yep. Sorry, I'm going to get edited right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I know the feeling. I was there. So, yeah, definitely. That was definitely a tough moment for everyone. I remember I got emotional after the game and then going into the locker room. I didn't even play in that game, but it was super emotional through that whole season. And then for us to exit the playoffs like that, it was tough. Yeah, hopefully that'll be the last time that happens. But uh, going to our next question now, I understand that there's was actually quite a bit of uh, interest from uh, multiple MLS clubs uh, in you. Uh, as far as the DC United, uh, how and when did you find out about the other uh, move? It kind of started at the beginning of the the off season and a little bit in in season with Republic. But 
I just I put it to the side until until the season was over, and then negotiations started to to happen as uh, as the off season went, and it was actually a very long process to finally sign the sign the papers and get it done. But I'm I'm really excited about it, and I think it's a it was the right decision. I know it was the right decision. That that's awesome, uh, and I know you know you you went down to DC right to get all that settled. Uh, how how was that trip like for you? Because you know it's, it's like across the country to just like leave your home. Uh, how did that feel like? It was by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life. I'm super close with my family, so I'll never forget. This is something I think in my whole life, not a moment I'll never forget. Leaving them in the in the airport, they I it was crazy actually to go. I'll tell you the story. I found out. I think it was January 11th that morning that I was flying out to go get my medical and everything. January 11th that night, I took a red eye and I landed the 12th. I, I believe it was a Friday, Friday morning, got COVID tested so that I can start preseason with the team. And it was, it was tough. Uh, a moment I'll never forget. And just, I'll, I'll always remember walking away as they were standing there and going through TSA pre-check and it was, it was tough. Super emotional time. Oh yeah. Was it like the first time you're flying on your own or? No, not first time flying mm -hmm. on my own. This is first time. I never, I didn't go to college. So it was my first time leaving my family and finally mm -hmm. living on my own, which, which sucks because I would love to still have my family right next to me. Yeah. We know, we know how close you are to your family. We, we know what your family brought to every tailgate. Yep. <laughs> yeah. If you only knew. <laughs> yeah. They're everything to me. So yeah, we definitely, it's, it still hurts. It, it hurts every day, but you know, it's part of it. And I'm super grateful to have their support and, and I'm blessed that they can come see me pretty often. I was thinking about that because they can travel. They can go, they can go to your matches, dude. And they can, yeah. Yeah, you'll hear them in the stands. They've already come up. We had last week, we had a couple of days off. So they came up and they were there for six days, helped me set up my apartment and everything. So it was, it was awesome. Oh, that's exciting stuff, man. That's exciting. Yeah. It's interesting because we get former MLS guy, Matt LaGrasa, back with us. And now we send one of our best and brightest to MLS. So it's kind of like ships passing in the night, you know? Yeah. No, the, I'm I'm looking forward to to tracking Sac Republic this season because I promise you they're gonna be they're gonna be a really good team this year. Nice to hear that, and it's good to have your opinion that way. I like that. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for them. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we have a whole new squad, and we got Roro back, right? As as you know, and uh, yeah, excited. really excited. I mean, he's he's one that should have never left. Yeah, club uh, legend. We're we're gonna actually go back to <laughs> to Sac Republic here for a quick second, but. Um, you know, we're really curious, you know, between having different road trips with Academy and first team, which one did you find more fun? That's a tough question because I had, it was weird. I had all my boys with me in the Academy. So everyone I knew for a long time, but with the first team, it was, I would say just as fun because, you know, it was a learning process, maturing process. I started to, to meet new players, bond with new players and, and kind of, create that chemistry off the field and then obviously i had mario with me so that always helps and with us already talking about road trips um out of all the away games that we had uh which one do you like remember the most like which one did you enjoy the most 
What the first team? Yeah. I'd probably say the Phoenix one because after after the game, we kind of came together as a team and really just season was over. We had a good time together. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Jared was probably there too. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also yeah. Really- I hate the fact that they moved it way out to Chandler. I mean, because that's like a, a, not quite middle of nowhere, but it's it, it's no uh, Scottsdale or Tempe. I mean, at least that yeah. way you had a lot surrounding it. But uh, yeah, that was definitely a bittersweet match. Um, I was practically front row with a buddy of mine from uh, Yuma, which is on the state line. And we j- were sitting practically right on the goal, the sideline goal line watching that happen. I mean, it was yeah, it, it definitely took a lot out, out of us as fans, and I'm sure it took even more out of you, uh, you know, being being an active player at that time. Yeah, it was it was tough. I'll say that. <laughs> but it, as long as you guys bonded afterwards, I mean, that's yeah, that's the good moment after. Like you, you come together. Obviously, we didn't reach our goal for the season, but you come together as a team and you just support each other and you have a good time. So I'm going to ask you a question that's sort of kind of related to that. How does Hayden Sargis get past a loss or a tie? We're going to talk about the other half of it later, but those, those two components are the kind of the hardest things for players to get past, but how do you do it? After a loss, I, I just, I go back into the locker room, take a shower and I kind of just lean on, lean on the team, lean on my support system specifically my parents and I've always had them in my corner and they're super honest with me. So they'll let me know how I did. And I'm uh, really truthful with myself. So I lean on them and we look at the things that I could have done better as a team. I, what I could have done to help the team more. And then just in general, as a team, we all come together and, and look at like, look, this isn't our best performance. We know we could do better and uh, focus on it in the next week of training. And same goes with the tie, but sometimes it's uh it's good to get a tie when you're you're fighting. It's an away game. It's been a struggle. You're not putting in the best performance, but if you can take a point away from those type of games, it's it's super beneficial. You know, we had a running joke last season about the total number of ties that we had in the season. It was uh yeah, Jared came up with the memes. I don't know if you saw them, but Joseph A. Banks and the Men's Warehouse. We had so many ties. We needed yeah. new outfits. Uh, so it was just. We did was, have ties last year. <laughs> we had a lot of ties. Um, yeah, we could be selling them on the street corner. Want a tie? We got yeah. some. We have a few <laughs> extra. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, just slap a sticker on the ties and, and we're good to go. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but, uh, but flipping the script on that, uh, you know, is there anything special that you do after a win, like any kind of um, special? celebration a little treat um really um i remember i remember after a couple games this year when we won put in a good performance i put in a good performance i'd go with my uh, family and we would just go to in and out real quick go get a nice double double milkshake maybe and and little celebration because I, i lived pretty far away from the facility sacramento i live in turlock which is an hour and a half from the stadium so we would hit up in and out real quick and then just drive home. So so you were living in Trillock like that whole time, right? You never moved to Sacramento? Yeah, I, ne- I never moved to Sacramento or Elko. Oh, wow. That's uh, quite a drive to, yeah. to go to training zone. Yeah. It was doable, though. I did it with the with my dad probably, I think, five years for the academy. So 
I figured if my dad could do it for me and he had a job, then I could go and do it for myself a couple of years. Yeah, that's that's so awesome. I mean, it's really cool that you have uh, really supportive parents that, that did that. And, and you know, now you're here, like living the dream and, and making it big. So it's it's really cool. Yeah, thank you. I will add that um, FC Tucson down the road from here, every preseason, they do like an MLS preseason tournament. If you guys uh, make it out here next next season, I'll be sure to get you some Whataburger, you know, have, have some good tasting hamburgers and maybe a Dr. Pepper shake. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm a big fan of In-N-Out, so, but I'm always open to try new things. Yeah, I absolutely. Think we, I think I've, we just found a trivia question. What's Hayden Sargis's? favorite fast food restaurant and if anybody listens to our podcast they will know it's in and exactly. out exactly in and out is it's taste and it's weird because i've come to the east coast and i'm and i've have conversations with my teammates and i'm like oh in and out is so good and they're they look at me like are you serious it's so overrated you know? typical east coast people I don't know. I'm born and raised in Sacramento and I'm not exactly a big fan of in and out but that's just me so <laughs> yeah I don't know well I guess everyone has different. You can't go wrong for the money. I mean, it's just like the. It's just so tasty as well. Yeah, it is. It is. Nothing to do with salt, pepper, (laughs) you know, that kind of stuff. (laughs) Nothing. Plus, it's open late too, right? You got your animal fries. I'm getting hungry. Well, yeah, we'll probably do a giveaway at some point. So for everyone listening, we'll probably um, ask that question too and and find out who, who got to this point on the podcast too. So um we'll we'll do that so we actually have a new segment that we're actually going to get started and you're you're the first uh, out of everyone that we've interviewed that will get the pleasure of being a part of this new segment uh we call it fast five so we're going to be asking uh five quick questions and if you're wondering why the five uh well you know when you have pk shots you have five shots unless you screwed up earlier but (laughs) for the most part you'll probably have five so sharon uh when you get us started with uh first question First question, and you got to be honest, favorite Czech Republic teammate? Mario. All right. What's your favorite European team? Barcelona. If you could pick any song to walk onto a pitch, uh, what would it be? Oh, wow. Uh, It's it's called Range Rover Came With Steps. I like that one. Next question. Favorite restaurant in Sacramento or your hometown and or your hometown? My hometown, it's got to be Vito's. My uncle owns it. Italian restaurant. It's top class. And in Sacramento, probably Zocalo's. Good choices. Both awesome choices. All right. Last one. Who do you look up to? My parents. I knew that was going to be your answer to that one. Yep. So listen, I really want to know a little bit more. You know, I don't know how much more you can say about DC United. And I know you probably have to go here soon get your beauty rest and your you're good okay tell us about dc united tell us about training camp um you know like how's it going Uh, you've had some scrimmages i'm sure uh, friendlies and your teammates and your you have a whole new guys in the net behind you that you're not you've never played with before so how is i mean like are, do you still have like stars in your eyes when you kind of are around these guys that have, you know, they're MLS proven. Yeah. And so te- share as much as you can about that experience. For sure. for no, it's, 
it's been an awesome experience so far. It's been, you know, like you said, with some of these players that you watch on TV and now I'm teammates with them. And I think that I'm not afraid to be, I want to say like fanboy, but I always appreciate players that have played at a level. So I, I'll give them the most amount of respect. And as far as on the field, we've played two friendlies today. We actually played Red Bulls. We tied with them 1-1. Uh, everyone played 45 minutes. And then last week or two weeks ago, we were in Miami for a week and we played inner Miami. Oh. We, we beat them one zero. Everyone played 45 as well. It was a good game. And to be honest, us on the field, it's been, it's been a crazy transition. It's been tough, you know, cause it's the next level. So I think, uh, it's, it's something that I'm going to adapt to and continue to continue to adapt. But I think once, time goes on and you know i've i'm grateful that i have a strong mindset that i'll continue to work hard and and keep my head up i think that i'll earn earn time on the field for sure you know i'm happy to hear that because i'm sure the system of play is different than anything you're used to you know yeah. and speed of play is probably a whole lot different than what you're used to as well and the the cover you know the the when to press when to cover yeah. i'm sure all of that is it's kind of a Everything is a, a speed higher. So it, it takes time to adjust to. Yeah. And there's no real room for mistake or, you know, the touch of a baby I, elephant. You really don't I would, have. I would say have. mistakes are evaluated a lot more at this level. So let's just say, for example, I like to play those diagonal balls here and there. Oh, we love if, those. If I play one and it and it gets picked out, and maybe a team goes on a counterattack, but they don't get scored on. I think they get a, those get evaluated a lot more here. So I think it's just the balance of, of knowing of adjusting and, and keeping your confidence up as well. Well, and you're, you've got some really good guys that you're training with that will um, help you really help you improve and adapt, you know, and I'm, I'm, yeah. And they wouldn't have brought you on if they didn't think they needed you and they need you, you know, uh, you're, are, are you still being one of the center backs? I don't know what their system of play is. If they're using yeah. two, three or what are they? They play like, it's a mixture between three in the back, four in the back, but uh, I'm, I'm along the center backs for sure. Awesome. Are there guys taller than you in the back uh, line? One of our, one of our center backs is six, four. Nice. Yeah, he's a big boy, but I would say I'm I'm right in line with most of them. I wouldn't say I'm I'm the shortest for sure. Yeah, no, I I wouldn't pick you as a as as a short guy. So you're in line. Um, how is it like playing your to to your outside flanks? Are like are they using much in the way of the the wing attack the way that Zach Republic has in the past? Yeah, I would say we we really diversify the way we play. So whatever we can do to get to goal as, as soon as possible, <laughs> got to score those goals. Got to score those goals. Now, are you, um, were you involved in any of the scrimmages? Were you involved in the, in box play for uh, like corner kick set pieces? Are you crashing? Um, I would say in the first inner Miami game, I was involved in the set pieces in the Red Bulls game. I was more of a, like a, to protect the counterattack. Okay, so you're a holder. You held back. Okay. This is all interesting. You're learning so many different things because 
you always were in the box on all yeah. of our set pieces. So, you know, that's gotta be a big learning experience for you to, to know, to learn what those roles are going to be like. It's yeah. Awesome. It's, it's a, it's a learning experience and it's a process. So I think living in the moment and enjoying the process right now is the two biggest things that I'm, I'm focusing on doing. You know, I'm just so happy. We're all so happy for you. I know Jared probably has questions and so does Luis about, you know, you playing with uh, DC United, but I mean, they're the stripes, the DC United, they've been around like they were, they were in the core group of MLS when it was born, you know, and their history and their longevity in the, in the league. I mean, you look back at the history and I'm sure you've learned the history of DC United. You know, there were moments where they, there was like a a period of time where they didn't know if they were going to feel, not feel, if they were going to go, go on. And they always seemed to come back, you know, it was like, even though they were, um, you know, losing, gosh, who was one of their coaches that played in Europe for a little while? Um, Oh, I can't even remember his name. Anyhow, a lot of, a lot of history, a lot of story. You were with probably one of the most historical and storied clubs. For sure. Yeah. I believe I believe we're the most decorated club in MLS. Yeah. So I would be a bit surprised. That's pretty awesome as well. <sighs> well, yay. Yeah. And I'm so glad you're in California right now. We're all glad you're in California right now. So you can be yeah. with I'm us a- tonight. It sucks because I missed Republic. I was planning on going and seeing them today or tomorrow but they ended up leaving to la to go play another friendly yep so they had a they had a list of friendlies that they they had to go you know do we don't even know half of what they're doing down there because it's kind of like it's their time you know it's it's that's their that's their stuff they're doing their thing we'll find out about it later but you know it's you know how it is in in preseason and when you're at training camp it's just kind of it's the guy's time yeah. Yeah. So, so Sharon, I, I think the coach you were saying earlier, um, he didn't go to Europe, but I think you were talking about Bruce Arena. No, it wasn't Bruce Arena. Was it? Because was... he, he won back-to-back MLS Cups, I know, in the 90s with, with DC. Right. I'm going to have to go back and look at all the different coaches, but there was there was, there was was one player. Uh, I'll have to go back, spend some time in Europe, and then he, oh, gosh, name is like totally like, maybe you ended up being a player and not a coach. But I'll have to, I'll have to look. Um, well, I will say as far as one person that, that I know of, that's going to be a real good uh, history buff for DC United, uh, uh, Fred Mathis. I mean, I've got, got him on, on my friends list and I actually met with him in the first MLS uh, block party uh, in 2016 or so. So I know he's probably still got a lot of memories as far as DC United goes. For sure. So, so I got to ask, because on the squad, uh, as we all know, there's a former Sac Republic guy, uh, aside from you, right? Uh, Drew yep. Skundrick, also Sharon's favorite. She she mentions him quite often. How has it been like to have him around? And was he like the first to welcome you when, when you arrived? Yeah, so I was I was contacting him throughout the whole offseason, just letting him know about it, asking for his opinion. And thank God everything worked out. And I think after I got my negative COVID test the day I got there, I stayed at his house for four or five days, which was, I mean, he helped me with everything. Honestly, without him, this process would have been so much, so much more difficult. So I'm super grateful for the, the friend that I made then in Sacramento. And 
he helped me. We went to Costco. We went and bought things from my apartment together. It was it was fun. I had a good time with him. That's awesome. I feel like you always need need that like personal connection, right? With anything in life, right? We travel somewhere far, and it's always nice it's to know that someone's there. Good not to burn your bridges because you never know. Yeah, uh, very true. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure making this transition from being on the West Coast for pretty much all your life to now living out in D.C., I'm sure that's got to be a bit of a culture shock. I mean, moving from you know, a city like Turlock and then playing for Sacramento and then playing for the big stage in D.C. I mean, so far, uh, what's your takeaway on, on the difference? Let's just say the first week I struggled with the weather. It was freezing. I looked outside and it was snowing. I was like, what is going on? So that was that was definitely a shock. It was really cold. I had my parents ship me my jacket right away. We uh we got that sorted and it took time to adjust that. I think I don't know if you guys have seen pictures, but I posted a couple of pictures of me training and I was wearing gloves, tights, and uh beanie and everything just to stay warm. It was crazy. Pretty much uh practicing like as if you're in a Christmas story, uh, Ralphie's brother getting wrapped up in uh, the thick uh, winter clothing. Exactly. Just one time, just one tumble. You're going to be going, I can't get up. <laughs> oh yeah. It was, it's crazy over there. And I'm super grateful to be back here. Cause it's nice and warm, but Hey, you have cherry, the cherry blossom festival coming up here. If it hasn't already begun, of course mom- we're, He's telling me the spring is going to be so beautiful. You're going to love it. So, yeah, I, I, I think springtime is going to be good. Hopefully you still have allergy pills you can, you know, use when you're on the East coast yeah. when the, when the cherry blossoms bloom, but you, your, your coach, it's, um, Hernan Losada, right? Yep. Yeah. How do you guys get on? Oh, he's, he's a great guy. You know, he's a good coach and I think it's still something that I'm, we're working on, you know, I'm a new player. So it takes time to, to uh, get to know your coach and, and adjust on that. But I'm, I've liked him so far a lot. That's awesome. Well, those are the right things to say. So how do you like your athletic trainer? I know Betty had spoiled everybody with how good she was, but you, you now have another athletic trainer and it's probably not just one. You probably have like three or four, right? Yeah, we got, we got a couple over here, which is pretty cool, but I mean, obviously Betty was, Betty was great. It was always great having her and Katie around. They were, they were awesome. And they always put up with my moodiness last year when I was injured for quite some time, but the trainers here are super, super kind and helpful with everything. That's awesome. Yeah. Which is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. That was kind of bizarre last year, you know, seeing you kind of not be around for injury because in my brain, you're young and, you know, it's like, oh, he'll be over it in a week. And it wasn't. And it was like, dang it, that's not good. But I'm yeah, so was, glad it's, you're, it's past you. Yeah, it was definitely a frustrating time for me. It was, I got hurt, my hamstring, and I came back. I was out, I think, four weeks, and I came back. And then the next week, I hurt my op- opposite hamstring. So it was, it was definitely a, it was a tough time for me. Yeah. Well, that's all in the past. I mean, you've you've done one, you've done the other. We're done. And, you know. Okay. Moving on from that. Moving on, right? Stay hydrated. Um, exactly. Yeah, I know. It's so crazy. Muscles. Muscles are an interesting thing. So if you had, if you were able to pick your perfect thing that you would ever want to do in 20 years, what does Hayden at the age of 40 
what is what is he telling Hayden right now? I mean, like how what are you telling 40 year old Hayden right now? Wow, that's a good question. All right, let's start with 30-year-old Hayden. What are you telling 30-year-old Hayden? Uh, I'm telling 30-year-old Hayden that I'm still playing, hopefully. For <laughs> sure. For sure I'll still be playing. Not hopefully. I know I'll be playing. Oh, you're gonna you're a defender. You're gonna play to your 39. <laughs> yeah, play for a long time. I I love this game. <laughs> Do you see yourself uh entering into um different levels of like getting looking at how you're being coached and then picking up on traits that you would use if you were coaching? You know, I have thought about that. I have thought about maybe coaching in the in the future, but it's a lot of pressure. I would say arguably more pressure than the players. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe when I'm done playing, I don't want to do – I don't want any pressure like that. So we'll see. We'll see. Do you we'll do see. private – do you do private sessions? If you do, um, here's your chance to give a shout-out to East Coasters that might be listening, you know, if you uh, want a private session with Hayden. I did some trainings with my cousin just for fun, but I'm not really into that. I like to take my time off whenever I get time off, hang out, do whatever I like, like to do right now. I'm gaming and golf. I got into golf this off season and I've really been going hard. That's really spectacular. Golf is a very complimentary sport for soccer players because it, it takes you out of the physical. I mean, it puts you into a different physical sense. Yeah, exactly. It's fun, but also frustrating. (laughs) Well, listen, Hayden, we're going to let you hit the hay. It's almost nine o'clock. I don't know. Maybe you're going to go do some gaming with your friends, but we really, 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 truly appreciate you spending time with us. You know, we've, you were our, our number one. We wanted you on our podcast for a while and to have you join us tonight means the world to us. Uh, we, we can't appreciate, we just can't express enough how much we appreciate having you jump on, share your experiences, tell us what it's like with DC United and, and also sharing some of the memories with us of Sac Republic. We really appreciate your time. Of course. And I appreciate all of you guys and all of this stuff that you guys do, because I remember I, we see it as players, all of it. So <laughs> I appreciate it all. And uh, anytime, if you guys ever want to do it again in the future, oh, for sure. You're, you're going to be on our list. You're, <laughs> this will be so awesome. Right, Luis? Yeah. Right, Jared? Yeah. yeah. It'd be great to have him again. Yeah, we'll, we'll be following DC United throughout the season, and we'll probably do like a half MLS season kind of thing just to hear your uh, you know, uh, opinion on how the team's doing. And just we want to hear how your experience is going to be like when, when you play your first match, too, of course, and all that. So Sounds good. Yeah, I appreciate it all. Yeah, the minute you hit the 18, we're going to be watching. We're, yeah. we're so going to be in there. We're going to be, eyes ah, in the 18. <laughs> we always get excited when any of our hometown guys, like when Drew, woof, yeah, man, he's, that was he's done well. So this year soon. All right. Awesome. Yeah, and, and we'll, we'll do our best to try and get a DC United jersey too and <laughs> see if we can get your name on it too. So For sure. I'll send you guys one. Do I'll that. Send, oh, I'll send yeah. you guys. As the season goes on. Uh, let me get through. Let me get comfortable with all the staff and everyone, and I'll get you guys on. Oh man! Oh, thank you. Nice. That would be awesome. Thank, thank you. Great. Appreciate it. I would. I would still wear that. <laughs> I gotta send Mark one first. Uh, yes, of course. He, he asked for one. I don't know if you guys saw the video, but he asked for one. Oh well, of course he's first. I mean, he's yeah. your he's yeah. your guy. I mean, you've known yeah. him the longest. Yeah. 
Yeah, awesome. And, and you know, I, I got to say one more thing too. And and if Jared can make it great, I know it's it require him to travel again and deal with all that. But Sharon and I are going to do our best to be at the game you guys play against San Jose. Do a road trip down to San Jose and and go. We don't play. we don't play this season. We play LA. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we might do an LA an LA trip then. <laughs> for sure, that would be great. Wait a minute. Is it Galaxy or LAFC? LAFC. Oh, Perfect. Oh. That's the spot. Oh, that's that, oh. the spot. Yeah. yeah. I'm already drooling. Yeah. Good. <laughs> great. Well, uh, we won't take more of your time. Again, yeah. Thank you so much for being on. And uh, yeah, we'll 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 have you back on soon. Hey, give our love to your parents too. Of course. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Good okay. luck and, and onward and upward with DC. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Okay. Good night, Hayden. Well, thank you so much again uh, to Hayden for being on tonight's show. And uh, I'll go ahead and uh, let you two uh, start us off. Uh, what do you guys think? It was brilliant. It was so good. It felt like, a, a, you know, like a, a warm reunion uh, having Hayden on. And we said we have he was one of the ones that we really wanted to interview for two seasons or, you know, however long we've been in existence, we really wanted to hear from Hayden. And it was just such a blessing to finally get him on the podcast. Um, What a delight. What a great person to interview too. He's so chatty and had a lot to offer and share with us his experiences. It was great. Jared, what'd you think? Uh, It's, it's just amazing to see him grow up in the Academy play for the first uh, club for Republic FC. Now he's he's growing up in front of our eyes. Now he's playing for DC United. (laughs) But in all seriousness, though, I mean, it was a great interview. Great having him on. I mean, just giving us that insight of joining the MLS for the first time. The fact that he has Drew Scundrich to, to lean on for more than just uh, on the pitch, but you know, to have someone that played for a public FC uh, as as a resource out there, I, I I really do think Hayden's gonna gonna make it pretty pretty well out there uh, with uh, everything going on out there. So great, and I and I certainly look forward to having him on again. It's gonna, gonna be fantastic. You know, he was brutally honest about knowing that he had to find, you know, he had, he has a learning curve and that he's not afraid to do it. You know, he's not afraid to put himself out there and try different things and learn the system of play and be flexible. And he knows he's, he's got stuff, you know, he's got things to accomplish. And if he, if he keeps his head on, like he said, he, I mean, he's so well-grounded that even on after his toughest games this last season, he still persevered. I mean, his, he, he talks about his support system being his parents, you know, his family, and they're brutally honest between themselves about, you know, what they did, what he did right. And what he could improve on. I mean, those are the things that make great players. You know, you don't dwell too much because you got to be like, what do they say? A duck, a short or goldfish. You know, you don't have a memory of what just happened so that you can progress and move on. And I mean, I see Hayden's spirit that way. I've he's he's a hard guy he doesn't get down and i think a lot of that is because he has really he knows how to find the supports and he knows how to use the supports you know so and if drew is his one of his uh, mentors over there and one of his guides you know that's solid 
he's got the best of the best for navigating, you know, a new territory. So good for him. And, you know, Drew's wife, shoot, she's on the, she just got named for training camp for the U S women's national team. So yeah. And so she's also killer for having, you know, for being a mentor. Okay. Learn something new every day. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, as I've always said, right. A really inspirational story too. And uh, just, uh, I just want to throw a shameless plug here, but I'm actually going to be interviewing him on the 209 Journey podcast that I also do. And (laughs) we're actually going to be talking more about um, all the different times that his parents would take him to practice, right. When he was in the Academy, as he said, right. For five years. Um, And also when he was with the team, as he mentioned, right. Driving back and forth from Sherlock, Sacramento, quite a drive, but Hey, if you really love what you do and, you know, you could really hear it from his voice that he really loves the sport. He enjoys playing it. Then heck you'll drive as, as far as need be to go and, and, uh, you know, start uh, working on your career and, you know, hard work pays off. Right. And, and I think he's an example of that. And now he's, he's made it to the big league and, you know, we wish him the best of luck. And of course we're going to be following each game. And, you know, now, now we have a reason to really, follow uh, DC United much more closely than than we have in the past, right? Because uh, I think, you know, in the past we had Drew Skundrick, which it's all great and all, but when you have an academy player making it to MLS, that's another thing, right? And I, I think major shout outs to everyone in the academy because when you have players making it from your academy to MLS, that speaks volumes of the kinds of players that we're getting in the academy. And uh, it's just going to probably be the first of a lot. And, it, you know, it was only a matter of one getting called up to an MLS team. And if he does great, I know we're just going to keep sending more over as, as much as it might be kind of sad for us, right? But We're a we, gold we mine. Sacramento is a gold mine. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we are a hotbed in a gold mine. They can mine us all they want because the more stars that we produce for MLS and beyond, the better it is, you know, for the, the competition here locally, you know, for mm-hmm. getting those good players and the draw and bringing them in and having them go through our academy and even some of the other clubs and academies in the, in the area. Sacramento is pretty darn good. We've got some great coaches also. Yeah. And, and I think Mario Penagos is next, by the way. Yeah. Um, if he has a good season, I, I see him making the move next year. Sad but true. I'll tell you what, you know, anytime we see our guys, anybody who's come through Sacramento when, you know, they hit either another team or, you know, they go to MLS, we keep an eye on them. You know, we're, we're not shy. We'll watch them. You know, we, we keep tabs on them and it gets to be a little, uh, I should say busy on our schedule when we've got, it's like, okay, we've got to watch DC United. We've got to watch Tommy Thompson at San Jose earthquakes. Now we've got, it's like, we've got to be careful and we've got we're spreading ourselves thin at watching all these other teams that's why i did not get rid of my espn plus subscription I told yeah you guys that. yeah yeah okay okay <laughs> maybe i will give mickey mouse some more money we'll see <laughs> i was kind of hoping to keep it on, on the cheap level with fox 40 but i mean with with that point uh, you can All always right. watch the highlights on social media. I mean, they'll always put the highlights up, Jared. So, um, and if something good, if there is something good and I happen to catch it, I'll, I'll somehow I'll flag it for you and see, if, you know, maybe it'll be a game that's on uh, regular network 
sports or something. <laughs> oh, maybe if it's even on a Univision or a Telemundo, you know, I could probably grab it out here too. You bet. They do put a lot of MLS games there. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll be able to see the guys doing all this. Yeah, I still can't find the name of the player or the coach that I was thinking of in DC United. That I mean, literally, the name is like right here, and or and I just can't even I can't even think of it. So it was an English Premier League uh, striker, and he ended up at DC United. Wayne Rooney? No, it was. It wasn't Wayne Wayne okay. Rooney. It's, well, I mean Wayne Rooney, yes, but it wasn't <laughs> Wayne Rooney. But uh, as soon as I we get off the thing and I research it, I will send you guys the who it was and I, you know. Or if anyone listening has an idea and you could let us know, they just let us know already too. If, <laughs> if Sharon hasn't figured it out yet, so I know it's like oh, I can't <laughs> believe I can't remember. Anyhow, there we go. Uh, well, All right. It was a great interview. We really appreciate him. Looking forward to our next interview. Um, what is up next for us, you guys? Is it the live? Yeah, we are going to be doing a live show this Thursday. And I think you have more details on that, right? Because you're the one helping us ah, uh, coordinate that. Right? So we happen, well, I happen to have a friend who's a head coach of a high school team locally here, Laguna Creek High School. Um and we're going to we're bringing him on the live because we think this will be really fun, really interesting. Get a lot of people that know him to ask some questions, things that they might not know about him or his coaching or his background. And we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be very entertaining personally, just because I know the man's sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he swears, but if he does get your little uh, no. No, we can't. It's live. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be kind of, he's going to have to give me a heads up that he's going to do it. So I could like somehow like, put the sound on my phone or something. And <laughs> Yeah, really? <laughs> How are we going to do if we mention the name Connor? How are we going to do Angel Wings on High? Oh, dang. Or Harp, whatever it is. I'll, I'll have it on my phone. If you mention okay. it, I'll, 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 you know, it might be delayed by like two, three seconds, right? If I don't have it on, but yeah. <laughs> you might as well just have a soundboard on, on the ready, basically. Right. Yeah, I, I'm going to I'm going to have to come up with that. So, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's happening next Thursday, um, February 17th. And it's going to be at 7 p.m. So be on the lookout on our socials uh, so you can actually um, hit those uh, notification alerts so you can find out uh, when when that happens on, on Thursday. But tune in and we are going to be doing more live shows, as we've said in the past, too. And, uh, you know, just get different people in the soccer community on there and whatnot. So yeah, it should be fun. Awesome. Excellent. And thank you for organizing that too, by the way. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be fun. I should shoot Jared his, uh, um, his bio. <laughs> He's got kind of an interesting uh, background. Cool. Well, Sharon, Jared, thank you so much for being on, on the podcast tonight as always. And thank you so much to all of our listeners for supporting us as usual uh we couldn't do it without you and we really appreciate it we see the listens go up every episode and it it just brightens our day seeing that so thank you so much and thank you for all the interest in our amazing scarves we can't wait to uh get them to you uh, at the next republic home game i know i've gotten a couple of messages from some of you so 
uh, thank you so much. We we really appreciate it, and and we can't wait to see you out at a game or just anywhere with the scarf. Uh, it's it's going to be really cool. So have a great night, everyone, and uh, we will see you next week here on State of the Republic podcast. All right. Have a great Cue. night, everyone. Yeah. Good night. Cue music. But I'm more impressed with your goalkeeper coach, uh, Zach Thornton, because I totally remember his career and his playing. I mean, that's amazing that he is the head keeper coach, right? Oh, we got a new one named Diego. Oh, Diego. Okay, so Zach is no longer? No, yeah. Oh, edit, Luis. Edit that part out. Hey. Or might they go on bloopers? (laughs) We'll we'll find out. (laughs) Hayden, so your goalkeeper trainer is Diego. Where does he come from? I don't know, to be honest. I'm still learning everyone here. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.